You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what is going on, my dude? Way too much. Uh, So we had a busy week, and we will dive into that. But first, what we have to do is mention our sponsor for today's episode, which is... High Peaks. Our boys. But they're doing a lot of things as a company and they will take your marketing to a whole other level yes they are a veteran owned local small business that uses drones to further enhance your experience um, as a business in regards to what you want to do for marketing so they have first person drones they have cinematic drones they can do full building landscape shots they can dive your building which is something that's insane and also if you're out in the middle of the woods they will come to you and then they will fly their drones all around your establishment and then further enhance your content not only for your social media but for your website and it's insane yeah they're not the obnoxious drone flyers either like sometimes you can get those dudes that are out in the field and they're like well check this out and it's like dude you're causing too much ruckus can you stop it's too much. It's like you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. These guys know what they're doing, and they can really help put your marketing level to just anything beyond what your competitor can do. So definitely hit them up there at highpeaksimage.com. That is H-I-G-H-P-E-A-K-S-I-M-A-G-E.com. And you can basically book either your consultation, you can meet up with them and figure out what you want them to do, and then go from there. Very reasonably priced, too. Yes, If I absolutely. do say so myself. Absolutely. Yeah, they're cool people, so hit them up. So, Michael, we have a pretty stressful night planned. For today? Yeah. Yeah. So, we are recording on December 6th, which is Monday Night Football for the Bills Patriots, and there's a lot that we could potentially dive into. Uh, We should probably start with the useless fact for today's episode. sure. Before we do that, which is the longest wedding veil ever recorded. It's a current Guinness World Record. Set by a Cypress woman, wore it on her wedding day. 
How long do you think this thing was? If it's a world record, I'm assuming it's got to be long. 100 feet. A 100-foot veil. Yeah. So a recent veil that was worn by a very famous woman uh, was like the topic of discussion where it was like super bougie, real obnoxious. It was Meghan Markle. She married the prince, and her veil was nuts. How long was hers? Uh, I honestly don't know the exact, but it was like the most recent longest veil used in a wedding. This woman took that and considered it a tissue and said, no, thanks. This Cypress woman's veil was 23,000 feet long. It was equivalent to about 63 and a half football fields in length. What do you even do with that? I have no idea. You got to put that in a backpack. You're wearing a backpack to your wedding. You know how heavy that backpack is? That's what I'm saying. 63 and a half football fields? I don't even know if that'll fit in a rucksack. You think she's just doing neck curls? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going <laughs> Before on. Before her wedding day, she's because like, I got it's like a maid of honor task to like get it together for photos for the ceremony. Like that's a thing. Yeah, that's insanity. That's absolute insanity. What? First of all, <laughs> why did she think? You know what? This is the like she could have done a hundred feet and probably still have the record. I, I how long was this? Twenty three thousand feet. Do you think that someone was twenty two? thousand five hundred feet and she's like i gotta beat this by a long shot i don't know what the second longest veil is in history they probably don't even record it that's what i'm like there's no way that is (laughs) you know what this i have to do it because if i go any short i'm gonna lose if we can't imagine if we're able to find a photo of it you got to put it in Okay, so speaking of world records, have you ever seen people with like the world's longest fingernails? It's disgusting. Where they start yeah, like, like curling. Ripley's, believe it or not, they always had those people on. I'm like, you should probably get hit by a moving vehicle. <laughs> the thing with that is then your skin starts going over your nails, so you can't so cut gross. it. So gross. Or else you start bleeding to death, right? Like some of them are actual spirals. Yeah, it's disgusting. I can't. It's disgusting. Do you think that it started off as an accident? Like, oh, I didn't trim my nails for four years, and then eventually you're just like, well, I might as well go for the record now. No, no. Now, it's a December 6th. We're almost at a new year, Derek. I'm going to I'm gonna jump the gun, and I'm going to reverse the tables, and I got questions for you sure, today. Sure, sounds good. You ready? I am. Would you rather ride a bike, ride a horse, or drive a car? Drive a car. Okay, so you haven't watched Yellowstone. No. I get it. Um, why drive a car? Because you can go anywhere from like here to California in said car. Can't really do that on. I mean, you can do it on a bicycle, but it would take significantly longer. Are yeah. we talking about like for travel purposes or recreationally? It doesn't ask. No. It's just, would you rather? I'd rather drive a car. You can, go, you can do so much more in a car, like speed wise. There's more adrenaline with a car. I'll probably fall and hurt myself on a bike. I get too fast. Have you ever ridden a horse? No. One of the most exhilarating moments of my life was when my horse ran and I was on it. Oh, yeah. Your horse? You had a personal horse? No, no, no. The horse I was riding. Gotcha. And then it took off. I'm going to say, where did this bougie ass come from? Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) I was in a question. It's like, okay, Michael. Speaking of that. More childhood stories. Uh, my dad has owned a saddle for longer than I've been alive. For what and, reason? Because he's always wanted a horse. And I said, where's your horse? He's like, still working on it. You know how expensive horses are? 
because then you need land, then you need food, then yeah. you have to groom him. Like, so he just has a saddle and So no he's horse. got a saddle hanging in his garage, <laughs> and he's just waiting for the day that he's got a horse. I don't even know if the saddle would fit him now, but... If you ever make it, are you going to buy him a horse? I don't know. I've always talked to him about um, building him like a, a shed. Have you ever Why had that discussion with your dad? Why does he want a horse so bad? I, I mean, he just loves horses. Good answer. Good yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why else would you want a horse? Exactly. I wouldn't want a Unless horse. it's for, like, work purposes, but I wouldn't buy a horse so that I can pull things. Like, that's awful. Yeah, one horsepower. <laughs> Goodness. Did you see those videos where they are, like, dehoofing horses? Those are kind of, like, fun to watch. Oh, it's, like, the most satisfying? Yeah. Yeah, where they pull like, the dirt out of them? Yeah, yeah out of really the horseshoes. Yeah, to watch. It's, it's wild. I just can't believe there's that much muck that gets caught, and you I know? I can't believe, like, you have that much room to snip and you're not hurting the horse. Like, they're going in with friggin' clippers, bro, and they're yeah. not hurting the horse at all. They're taking out chunks. <laughs> How big? It's like the woman with the long nails. How big can you get? I'm, does that depend on the horse? I don't know. Do you even know different types of horses? Yeah, like there's breeds. Yeah, there's Clydesdales, and then there's there's others for racing, and then there's others for. So you don't know the names of them? I don't know any names. I would have guessed Clydesdale, and all I say is like Secretariat. But that's a significant horse in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Do you watch the Kentucky Derby? Are you a Kentucky Derby fan? Uh, no, not really. Do you see the fascination of people in like Buffalo having Kentucky Derby parties? No, I don't, I don't. either. It's ridiculous. It seems like the most like privileged thing in the entire world. We're going to go dress up in mint clothes, drink mint juleps, and watch a horse race that literally means nothing. Well, that's why people do it, because it gives them to an excuse to dress up and look forward to something every year and then be fancy and drink and life. wear obnoxious hats. It's a sad life. Well, yeah, just, just work harder get, and do that year-round. Yeah, go get dressed and go to a bar. Who cares? I just don't understand Kentucky Derby, man. I don't. I don't understand. Like, I I like horses. I like all animals, but I just don't get the fascination with the Kentucky Derby. I Have don't. you ever bet on on a horse? No. Oh, I did. I won. I wasn't old enough to collect, so I went to the horse owner. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Anyways, next question: What's the tallest building you've been to the top of? Please don't say M and T Tower. <laughs> No, I've been to the CN Tower. Does that count in Toronto? I guess. Is that not a building? Well, it's a structure. Yeah, right. Do better. Tallest building. Yeah, the tallest building. I don't know. We live in Buffalo. I don't go to tall buildings when I go travel. Do you? Yeah, I've been to the Sears Tower. Try the Sears Tower, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a viewing deck. It's amazing. Yeah. You can see the whole pier, and it's glass. It's a glass floor. Instantly get nauseous. Like, I was terrified to go to the edge, and I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'll do it if I got a parachute. I'll base jump, no doubt, but I can't. Ooh. How tall is the Sears Tower? Uh, also, it's not the Sears Tower officially anymore, but I'm old school, and then I still get props when I was in Chicago for calling it a Sears Tower, and all the locals were like, hell yeah, it's forever the Sears Tower. I'm like, okay, chill out. Um, how tall is the Sears Tower? It's now the Willis Tower. That sounds bad. Willis. Uh, okay, so it's 1450, but then if you take it to the antenna tips, it's 1729. Wow. Which the Empire State Building is 1.25, and this is 1.7. Now the world, the new World Trade Center, you know how high it is. 1776. Yeah, they did it on purpose. Love it. Me too. Makes me That's super so happy. Sick, yeah. 
So that uh, so yeah, that's it. So how tall is the CN Tower, Mister Five G over there? It doesn't count. Yeah, it does. How Just because it's in Canada doesn't mean it doesn't count. How do you even spell that thing? CN. Literally two initials. The easiest thing to spell in your entire life. <laughs> I thought it was like C-E-A-N-E-N or something crazy. I didn't know it was letters. Why didn't you say that in the first place? <laughs> I did. It's a C-N tower. It's, it's 1815. Hell yeah. Get on my level, it's bro. It's a tower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, how high... Was that the observation deck? Oh, goodness. <clears throat> You're making... Come on. Because that has glass floors, too. And that one's... That is glass floors. Did yours have glass floors? No. Because yours wasn't a tower. Yours was a building. I could see all the way down to the bottom, bro. Yeah, I could, stuff. too. And, like, they had a... Uh, where you, like, step on it, and it was fake glass breaking to give you a heart attack? It was only 14... 14- it's only 447 meters, which is only 1465, oh, the yeah. observation deck. So that's not all the way to the top. Do you have, yeah, look at that. you got to throw an image in here. You're not even... That's like a 75% of the way up. I still went higher than you, brother. No, you didn't. You didn't what? No. the It's 1.7 for the oh, Sears. Oh, yours was Sears at 1.7? Yeah. All right. Well, still, 14 is still pretty good. I guess for Canadians. Yeah. Maybe if they got more contributions from their people, <laughs> they kept stealing from them, they could have built it taller. Anyways, gets me all juiced up. The uh, Okay, so weekly recap. So Clemson's losing their defensive coordinator to Oklahoma, hence why I'm decked out in Clemson gear. Uh, it's now going to be a miserable about decade until we correct it and then become good again. So bless. It's been a fun decade. It's been a fun ride. Are you going to stop wearing the hat then? No, dude. Clemson for life. Come on now. Come on, you're going to transition over. To who? Alabama. Ew. <laughs> Gold Tide. Gold Tide. It's so annoying. And I hate seeing it on license plates and like back rear windshields up here. It's like you don't literally care at all about Alabama football. Like you're such a liar. And then they get out of the truck and then it's just like, no, I was born and raised in Alabama. It's like, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yee-hee. Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> so, yeah, it's fine. What are you going to do? So that happened. Um, we sold out of our single barrel in three hours, and we've only got 50 bottles left for pickup at time of recording, which is disgusting. So, Which is like a day after we announce it. Yeah, so people are like real excited to try this. Some Fe- dude drove like 40 miles to get it. Yeah, feedback, <laughs> correct. Feedback has been insane, and we just want to thank Addies for selling it. And working with us on this entire project, same with Record for everything that you guys did, dealing with the, the glass bottle shortage, the cork shortage, global supply chain issues. Uh, your distributor rep worked her tail off trying to keep everybody up to speed on what was going on. and um, The labels for the, coming in clutch. Yeah, so the label company doing a really, really good job on the labels. And then the medallion company as well doing a great job with medallions. And the whole thing is just very Greg Gatsby, Prohibition era mm-hmm. themed. Feedback has been sensational. Everybody loves the product as well as what the bottle looks like, and we're just super happy that it's finally here. <clears throat> have you, like, this is kind of self-aggrandizing, but have you had or heard any bad feedback from it? I haven't yet. Yeah, I don't know if it's because nobody's got the heart to say it or it's because they haven't tried it yet. Or, or they haven't opened their bottle and, like, given bad feedback. Or, yeah, or they just love it. Yeah, so my, like, for example, my dad, 
is not a whiskey drinker normally at all. Like, he's a beer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, he's 60s, born and bred Buffalo. You drink beer. It's just how it goes. So I had him sample it as well, and he was super excited. He loved it. He thought it was perfectly blended. Um really liked the flavoring that came through and then he was surprised with how smooth it was for a 116 proof which is just a testament to everybody involved in this process including three chords master distiller because having this blend of the 80 20 aging it for four years and then keeping up that mash bill we're just very very happy with how it turned out the color scheme of it's fantastic for the spirit itself i'm saying not just the overall mystique of the bottle but the the coloring of it's so dark and it's very enticing for a lot of people from across the spectrum so if you missed out on this bottle there are going to be more we're already talking about our next single barrel and we've actually worked with addies to throw out names of other distilleries that we're willing to work with from a single barrels perspective so we're not stopping after one we're not even stopping after two we're just going to keep doing this as basically as frequently as possible because mike and i enjoy doing it and the more that we've done these Wednesday Whiskey Reviews on Wednesday, the more we see, we see how many people value our opinion for some reason when it comes to whiskey, probably because we've done over 100 Whiskey Reviews so far. So we think that we can provide a cool value to some of these whiskeys that we work with based off of our unique tasting profile and what we like versus what we don't like. Yeah. So this particular bottle, I don't know if there's been a cognac toasted blend before, and it just happens to work for us. So it's really cool. And I also think, too, something really key to this was the price point. Yeah, it's $45 for a 116 That's unheard of yeah. on the shelf normally from you know bigger distilleries from around the country. So yeah. we're just very excited to have this ability uh, to give you guys something that you can enjoy. It's a, really a collector's piece mm-hmm. for a lot of our followers. Um, and then if you did pick up a pre-order bottle, which essentially all of the bottles are pre-order except for like onesie twosies then you got that our signature on the back of each bottle it's just a testament um for your guys diligence and being on the up and up and following us and knowing what we're going to be putting out in regards to products and we just want to thank you so we just wanted to give you something that kind of it's a nice collector's piece for your collection so thank you everybody for your continued support and then allowing us to have this opportunity to do that for you it's great um there's one thing that i really wanted to hammer home though it's a single barrel so there's people that don't necessarily know what that means so because it's a single barrel we can't duplicate this exactly the same way ever again because it's exactly what it says a single barrel out of that barrel we elected to take 120 bottles could we have gotten more absolutely did it make sense for us to do it no why multitude of reasons the end of the short of it is we didn't know what the demand was at all we were being honest nervous that they weren't going to sell and the third aspect is i mean it's our first you know so we just wanted to keep it low and keep demand high and if we ran out then perfect yeah we didn't also want to bear addies with uh thought of them having to stock 70 bottles of our product because we're slow meals and we couldn't sell them yeah that that was keeping us up at night yeah so that's why we're like 120 that works out perfect we already had at that time 70 bottles pre-sold so if we have to sit on 50 we can do a tasting event we can do something like that to try to get bottles out the door and we couldn't even set up shop for a tasting at all they're all gone correct so there's really nothing left to do a tasting with which is the I mean, it's the worst and best result Mm -hmm. that you could really hope for. So in that, 
Um, if you're newer to our channel, if you're newer to our podcast and our platform and what we're doing and, and why we're doing it, we just wanted to say welcome uh, and also thank you for your support. But it's we're not distillers. We don't own a distillery. We don't own a warehouse shop where we're getting you know bounds and bounds of merchandise that we can just ship out to you. Everything we do is a small batch. Mm-hmm. So small batches and single barrel releases it's gonna it's gonna be a lower number our merchandise we don't have room for inventory so we don't have sweaters on hand all time we don't have a website set up the demand was just never there for that to be a thing what we're seeing going into year three of doing this entire podcast and now that the fact that it's a business it's wild so we're slowly getting into the point where it does warrant having those added pieces so again keep telling your friends about what we're doing keep telling your sphere of influence in general friends family etc it doesn't matter anybody can be a part of what we're doing and grow and further help this community become better really and we just were blown away at the amount of support that we've had but it's only going to allow us to basically do more things Mm -hmm. so just keep that in mind moving forward so we apologize if you did not get a bottle of our first batch our second uh, our second single barrel is probably going to be a little more strict on how we do things. It's going to be a different blend. It's going to be a different product. It's going to be a different distillery. And we're aiming, hoping that we can get it around St. Patty's Day. We're going to see what happens. There's a lot of variables at play here, but we're already working it to give you guys a better product moving forward. You can bet that it's going to taste good. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, we're not trying to waste our time either, but. Was it yeah? Was it more stressful than you wanted it to be our first single barrel, or was, were you expecting it to be that stressful? I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So personally, I just kind of took punches as they came. Did I want it to be smoother? Yeah, like, but that's life, yeah. right? So I don't know. As Josh Allen always says, "There's no bad day. It's just today wasn't as good as yesterday." So it it is what it is Mm -hmm. i mean would i have liked it to arrive faster sure would i like one label sure you know i mean it's it is what it is but there's there's laws at stake and then there's a lot of things that come into play and we're just we're learning as we go so make sure you're following us on instagram at the official buffalo happy hour uh and then on facebook as well at buffalo happy hour so you know when our next one is going to be announced that way you can get a pre-order but I keep telling people, if you want to make sure you have one next time, pre-order it. Don't yeah. know what to tell you. Yeah, really. Because I don't know how quickly the next one's going to go or how slowly the next one's going to go. That's the other thing, too, is that just because we sold out of these so quickly, we're not going to up it to the max 240 bottles because that's just not what we're going to do. We don't we still don't want to sit on product. So if you want to pre-order, guarantee yourself a bottle. Hit us up when we do announce the next one, and then you can be for sure given a bottle. But we're not going to order an extra amount just because right so and now our dude our fans are so loyal Mm -hmm. and they're the first ones to reach out anytime news comes out it's hey what do you got what do you got am i on the list can you double check can you make sure that this accurate like is the info good to go etc so it's wild we're i think what we've learned in the last six months is that we actually do have a following Mm -hmm. which is nuts to kind of wrap our heads around but in that, it's allowing us to do some really cool things. So, Dude, these last two months of our podcast have been insane. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. But we hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. So. What'd you do this week? That. Single barrel. Yeah, right. Stickers. Stickers, signatures. Um, I was there at Addie's for four and a half hours handing them out and then just making sure that, you know, if. 
just to kind of help out Addie's, right? Because at the end of the day, it's still our name on the bottle. And I, I mean, we just felt like we should be more involved on the back end as well, just because now that it's finally here, what else can we assist with? And, yeah. and that it was, it was a busy week in general between family services, family birthdays, mm-hmm. um, this release, and then work. And it was just ridiculous. I love how Tyler was like, you want me to have the people like the employees label them? I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? I know. No. It's so much work. Not at all. We were there for like, what, four hours labeling each bottle? Yeah. Wild. But it was so worth it because oh, yeah. we actually took our time. We didn't feel rushed. The the employees. We had fun doing it. Absolutely. And then the employees could just do their own thing. Like, right. you're running a store. Like, there's there's so much to do. Don't even think about it. Right. Like, it's only 120 bottles. We got it. So it was really cool to kind of have that um, autonomy within mm-hmm. Addie's to then just do our thing, right. have a table, just work, and then leave. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. And not worry about punching in or out if we have to take a, lo- a lunch break because of New York State label laws, like whatever. Sure. It was just really nice to just kind of grind. So, yeah, we're we're so happy th- the way this came out. Yeah. So on uh, Friday, I hung out with another patron of t- the show. Tell me about that because I saw you posted on our story that there was a tasting involved. Hell yeah. And he's got a solid collection. Yeah. He's a big Lafroig fanboy. Sure is. Dude, his house smells like Pete. So he pulled out of the back room a brick of peat that he bought from Lafroig. Did he show you? He is so extra <laughs> in everything he does. So to give it more reference, he went to Whiskey Riot last year in a kilt. And Whiskey Riot's one of the biggest whiskey events in Buffalo Which all we're year. we're going to be there this coming year. So if you're going to be there, stop by and say hi. We'll be wearing shirts. Yeah, see us in the crowd, because we're not setting up a table. No, we're just going to be correct. walking around with all y'all, enjoying all the yeah, good stuff. Paying our way, because we like whiskey. Correct. But yeah, I mean, he's got four or five different Lafroigs. Six, I think he had. Yeah. yeah, and then the Brick of Pete, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. So, I went to school with him. Okay. Back elementary, middle, and high school. We went to school together. Haven't seen or talked to him in it would have been 11 years when we went to Whiskey Riot. I look completely different. He looks relatively the same. I look completely <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Mike. Uh, but I don't know how he could just, like, know who I was. Because it's been 11 years. Like, I understand you could, like, I know him from somewhere. So we ended up connecting yeah, but through this podcast. Is he, he's on social media. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't post that much. Dude, if it's not for the podcast, I don't post anything. No, 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 I know, but, like, your profile picture, that's all he needs. Yeah. It's just a profile that's picture. True. It's crazy. Yeah. The So we we ended up hanging out because he wanted to, one, have me over to drink some Laphroaig, which I love. <laughs> and then we were actually, a while ago, going to have him over my place to have everything else. So I brought over um, Kikori, or not Kikori, the Kamiki, the Japanese whiskey aged in, single, in cedar barrels. And I brought over... The uh, Israeli whiskey, too. So he got to try some of those, and I got to try his Lafroig selection. His Lafroig selection is amazing. It yeah. ranges from, like, Triplewood 10-year to all the Karchis, um different bottles, and he has, like, all of them, too. So next week, you're going to be seeing a guest appear, or coming up, not next week, but next week we're going to be recording with him. But he's going to come. I text you to that. Yep. And he's going to bring the Karchis Lafroig that you liked. And we're going to drink it, and he's going to tell us all about it, and it's going to be a good time. His other one's on the second shelf. Oh, yeah. In the bottle that you apparently didn't realize that I told you about, but that's fine. 
What? Second shelf. Oh, the Johnny Walker? Yep. Gotcha. But it's not I Johnny got, Walker. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Was this, was this always here? Did you bring it? No, I brought it. This time? Yeah, today. Did you try it? No. He put it in a Johnny Walker bottle, but we don't have to review that. He just wants us to drink We're it. We're reviewing it. Well, that's what I told him, but he's like, there's not even enough for it to be reviewed. I'm like, Mike, relax. Then he started doing all these calc formulas, and I'm like, Mike. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, he's like, actually, based on the air to liquid ratio, <laughs> realistically, you only have about three and a half, uh, 3.475, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Who's Months before it goes bad. So, you know, here you go. I'm like, this <laughs> is so intense. Now, he's, he's a super he's nice a guy, guy yeah. and he's... As soon as he opened his mouth, I go, I'm no longer able to speak <laughs> in the remaining, like, no longer able to talk in this conversation because he's so smart. His IQ level is just dumb high, but awesome guy who loves scotch. Yeah. And 94% of what he owns is from Damn. over there. You missed it? Yeah. What, how, what are we at? 22? 27. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Sean. It's so tough to remember. We're in these heated conversations, or like these know. real intense conversations. I can't just Dude, remember. So I got to start putting an alarm on my phone or something. That was what I was going to bring up. Do you remember how we had to set a timer for one hour when we first started this podcast? Because we had no idea what time was. Yeah. As soon as we went live, we're just like, whoop, my house burned down, <laughs> but who cares? We're recording. Like everything stopped. Yeah. And then we just forgot about time. And the only thing we had were the beeps. It's so it's nuts that we have like an internal clock now where we can kind of gauge things. Yeah, except I'm terrible with that beep. Well, every single time it's in the twenties. So if you guys aren't here or like you're new, we've gotten a lot of new. We just passed 400 subscribers on YouTube, and we just passed 1,400 <laughs> followers on Instagram. So thank you all so much. If you are new here, what we're talking about and what that beep was when we first started this podcast back a little bit over two years ago. Uh, we did it in my basement, and my basement at the time had a Verizon FiOS internet. Um, the not the modem, but the um, the router. Oh, it, it is a no. It's not the router. It's the thing that comes and connects inside my house, not my actual router, but the intermediate part. It's called like an OTR or something weird. Anyway, you the know. battery was dying, and when the battery died, every fifteen minutes it would beep. So when Mike and I started the podcast, every fifteen minutes we would take a sip to kind of be like can't do anything about it we can't stop the beeping so i'm not paying 150 dollars for verizon to come out and fix the battery so we're just going to make a game out of it that way people aren't annoyed that it keeps beeping and they can look forward to something and then we transition to our new studio and now we're like we have no more beep <laughs> so we pre-programmed thanks to megafan who's also a, patre- a patreon uh basically a ringtone he sent over it's a fi- it's an audio file that we pre-programmed into our mixer mm-hmm. and we use that for the first beep so funny story is my sister's friend at her house is currently having that battle with verizon mm-hmm. now so every time she's at her house then they drink every time it really? beeps. yeah nice. so it's it's an actual game that people play which is just re- it's bonkers it's wild that we have an impact on people yeah no reason to. yeah and then like every time i see my cousin she just if we're in a conversation she'll say agree three times so it's nuts but yeah so you want to talk about tonight yeah i i'm interested <laughs> yeah. to see in what scenario like in what other game script you can see outside of what is kind of predictable Pre- portrayed yeah 
because right now it's going to be like 40 mile an hour winds. It's going to potentially snow or heat or sleet or rain. It's going to be a terrible game for our throwing game for both us and Patriots. Special teams as well. Yeah. So what's the outcome? I am nervous about tonight because they're a complete team, but weather makes sound football teams into unsound football teams. If we're disciplined, we have a chance. The issue is it's, you know, it's our stadium at home. People started tailgating at 2 o'clock. And, not kidding. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's going to be loud, it's going to be intense, and it's going to be horrible weather. So I, I think we need takeaways and sacks to really win this game, and we need – three people that are like eh, to play out of their minds between yeah. Feliciano, Spencer Brown, and Star Latule. And Star might not get a lot of snaps because his last bout with COVID like whooped him. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm nervous though. Because uh, this yeah. is basically our season. Yeah, I mean it's not like make or break. I if <clears throat> I, I heard a stat right before we recorded. If the Patriots lose and we win the difference between the one with the one seed and the twelfth seed in the AFC is two and a half games. Right, that's wild. So this is the closest the AFC has ever been in my lifetime. I think. Oh yeah, without it's a doubt. Wild. So if you look at things statistically, and how things are shaking out with the conference and et cetera, when you get down to if we lose or win, then you feel slightly better about it. But the reality is, is that if we lose. The morale on the team is going to be so oh, low yeah. that it's it's basically the season's over with. So that's, you know, you and anybody can play that playoff predictor thing between New York Times and whoever the hell else has those things. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not the absolute end of the world if we lose this game, but you know, you know damn well that if we lose this game, every every player and coach is just like, all right, well, this is going to be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So, on the contrary, though, if we win this, it's not going to be easier. Correct. Like it's not. This has more ramifications if we lose than if we win. Because but, if we win, we're going to be terrified of the next time we play New England, and it's not going to be this. Oh, we won. We're our Super Bowl team. We still have a lot to work on. We went into this year thinking about Week 14, which is against Tampa Bay, which is mm-hmm. next week. So now we're coming into this game as just like, well, if we lose this game, we're basically over with because Tennessee is going to stay on a, on a steamroll. The Chargers are still playing decent football, and. The Patriots are just playing really complete games. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people are not talking about, which they just started to like a day ago, is free agency for the Patriots. We talked about it a little bit going into this year, but not much. They spent $160 plus million in free agency. Yeah. That's a lot of the mm-hmm. narrows. You know, it's a lot of denarials, <laughs> and they're just over there slinging contracts left and right with a bunch of newbies on the defensive front, and then all of a sudden they're all playing out of their minds. What is going on? Like, it's, their front office is amazing. It's They've Belichick. Been, yeah, it's a stain for Bills fans because we're just they were supposed to suck, and they took a year off, and then all of a sudden they're back in the mix. It's a goal way, you know, like pull a Skinner or something. Mm-hmm. I just I can't. It's very difficult to watch, but we'll see what happens tonight. Obviously, we'll be texting. I'm literally charging my phone as we speak because I'm nervous that it's going to be a back and forth between us, which is like terrible play call. What I don't want is officiating to take over and ruin the game. We lucked out, though. This officiating crew that's working this game is the uh, 
the the they're the crew in the NFL that throws the least amount of flags. Oh, okay. So there's that. I don't know. What, uh, I mean, probably because it's the Patriots, but we'll see. True. So, question for you. Mm-hmm. Legend of the game. Do you really care who the legend of the game is? No. I literally, like, unless it's who Fred Jackson, it it's T.O. T.O. He was on our team for like a day. Correct. But, and then Byron's like, here's the key to the whole city. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, he's here on a one year contract yeah. and then he left. So he's in. Marshawn Lynch was last game. And I think everybody adored Marshawn, except for the person that he hit with his car. Everybody else kind of loves him. <laughs> everybody loved T.O. too, though, because he was our only number one wide receiver since Eric Moulds. Right. And then Lee Evans took over, and then once Lee Evans left, it's just like, well, who do we got? You know, <laughs> yeah. no one. So I'd, I'm over it. But T.O.'s adored by fans, but it's basically because it was just that time frame of our front office where we didn't pay coaches. We just paid one standout player to come here and play for a year with horrible contracts. So whatever. Uh, My boy right here has been number two in the NFL in interior defensive linemen over the past three weeks. Yeah, well, he needs to keep it up this week and then actually like do something, sack somebody. So I was watching the Pittsburgh game, first of all. This was the first time that Big Ben's actually looked alive this season. Because he finally got it off his chest that he's leaving? Yeah. But he, he's he been saying that for three years, dude. He's not going to leave after this year. He's done. The, it made ESPN news alerts. Can <laughs> Must be true. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to be scary for the next, like, seven years. Why? They have a, such a complete team that are all on, like, rookie contracts. Najee Harris, their offensive line is deep. They can use some improvements on offensive line. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, their defense is outstanding. You have TJ Watt there. It's just a complete Minka Fitzpatrick. You have such a good young team. If they get some sort of any caliber, Pat Fryermuth, a friggin' legend at tight end, <laughs> if you get any sort of quarterback there, they're going to be insane for the next couple years. We AFC is going to be tough. Oh, yeah, no doubt. That's why this is a massive Super Bowl window, and then our offensive line just decided to go home. <laughs> like, that's, why, that's why we're all so annoyed. Like, where are you going? Like, so, we, we need you for a few more weeks. Don't go play golf now at T's and Taps. <laughs> you know, what's going on? So if we don't make it to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, I know we're not. Shut up, Mike. If we, I'm <laughs> Hypothetical. If we don't make it to the Super Bowl this year, do we go all out next year, bring in Amazing offensive line talent off a of free agency. From where? I don't know. Right. Wherever. Well, I don't. I don't really know the free agent, so I can't speculate on that. But what I'm saying is, like, basically, go. This is our year next year, and we're good. Like, are, do you see that, or do you see that we're still going to plan to grow and try to win one in the next like seven years? Because it's going to get tough. If you get rid of Baker and Cleveland, Cleveland's an outstanding team. Like, there's so many teams right now that are on the brink of amazing that are being held down by one player that it's just going to get so much harder if they get the right talent in there. Well, who's coming up out of college? Like quarterback-wise? Yeah, right. There's like you know one I mean? quarterback coming out this That's year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it, I'm But not... still, Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay. He can go to Pittsburgh. I can see him going to Pittsburgh. You got other people leaving. Like I wouldn't doubt if Russ leaves next year. Russell Wilson I see leaving before Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But still, you got some shakeups that you can bring some good quarterbacks into the AFC. I just yeah. don't know. I don't know what Cleveland situation is with how much they can pay somebody. Yeah. I mean, they let go of OBJ, but like, are, can you afford to bring in a Russell Wilson and get rid of Baker? I well, don't think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, correct. You know, like what's the cap hit because they lost OBJ. Yeah. I have a question for you outside of football. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about giant crystal decanters? 
giant? Like how well, giant? I mean, they, I don't know, like two bottles worth. What is that? Eight? What is it? Seven fifty plus seven fifties. Oh God! I should not have said that. <laughs> Hold on, fourteen Come and on. then fifty. So fifteen hundred milliliters. Nailed so it. you got, you know, like <laughs> I could just. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. Here's, the, here's how this works. Here's how this works. If I ask myself a math question, it's instantly, I don't know that. And then I'm just like, well, where's the calculator? And then I blink a bunch. But if I just pause like I did, and then I'm like, okay, hold on. It's not that hard. It's like 7 and 7 is 14, and then there's 50. That's 100. It's just 1,500. Like, it's easy. Like, I just have to take that second. But in that second, everyone's already judged me. Mike sucks at math. He's an idiot. You're not necessarily wrong. It just take, takes me a little bit. You know, I just got to I gotta kickstart that modem, you know? Yeah. So you all got that, I don't know, what is it, I7 processing yeah, you thing? you got to unplug it and plug it back in for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a hard reset. Yeah, switch me to another outlet, you know, but I'll get there. I'll get there. So it's, <laughs> I'm that Elon Mustard, you know? Yeah. I just, <laughs> so what, I mean, what would you, how do you feel about those decanters? Like in Boardwalk Empire. Depends on the situation. If you have one in the middle of your bathroom, I don't like it. You know? <laughs> well, of course not. But if it's an office, it depends on what your office is. If your office is just straight work and there's like decanters are classy. And if you have one in your torn up carpet office that isn't a classy office, it just looks out of place. But if you have like, I, to me, decanters aren't extremely necessary. In the fact necessary. they're not necessary. <laughs> Everything that comes out is in glass anyway. So why do you need to put it in something else that's glass? Well, it's not. It's crystal. Sure. But <laughs> it's for display. And if you don't have a room to display it that is fits the whole vibe, it's pointless to me. Like, I'm not going to get a decanter until I build my house with mahogany walls, got two burgundy leather seats, and a center table, and that's where my decanter is going to go because it fits the vibe. Other than that, I won't get a decanter. So would you put a decanter on a on a center table? I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Versus a, I don't Some either. Story. It's a twist cab. See, <laughs> so you would you would rather put a decanter on a so my basement? I got the actual table, and then I have like a cocktail bar area. I like that, yeah. So you would put your decanter on the table, not mm. the not like a bar cart. No, I would put it on a bar cart where it makes sense. I wouldn't put it like in my utopic world where I have. Oh, a, we got rooms. Office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. libraries and everything. I don't yeah. read. Yeah. Humidors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a safe where I pull a book and it just opens to a what are the panic rooms. But in my perfect house, when I have this office, it's going to be a whiskey corner where I have like the two chairs. I have like books that I read and then a decanter to go where I can pour myself a gla- glass of whiskey. I don't have to walk to my bar. Pour myself a glass of whiskey, open a book, and read in my chair in a robe <laughs> with a DA on it or something like that. That's that's in my world. And then your decanter bar cart section is in front of a window, so that when you oh, pour, 100%. you can just look at your property. Yeah, and just yeah. like just like look out and be like, "This is mine." Yeah, and then just be like, "I'm still not rich, <laughs> but this was a gift." Can always use more. Yeah, correct. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's when I would feel appropriate. I know that you're different because you have a decanter now. It was also a gift. Oh, okay. I, I haven't bought a decanter yet, but yeah, like my decanter, my uh, if I had another decanter because I got the the one that's a globe. Oh God! I literally, don't know why you poured that. You have this entire lineup that's not even in camera, and you went there. 
By the way, they lost the war, so I still don't know why you're drinking it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it would be good again this time around. Newsflash. Mistake. <laughs> yeah. But the next one would be like the the crystal one that I fit with like Woodenville or something. Yeah. Woodenville bourbon is so perfect for decanters, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's so cheap, too. Yeah, dude. It's like mid-30s. You just pick up a bottle and even think about it. And then you check your credit card and you're like, golly. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. Everything's fine. You know? Dog is barely eaten, but I got a full decanter. <laughs> but no. I mean, it's... Yeah. So I feel you. Yeah, I I'm just not at that point where I even have a space to put it. That's my thing. And if I get a decanter, I want it in a space away from my bar to like justify I need whiskey in my office because I have a decanter in my office. See, I have an office in my house, and that's where it would go. But I just need a bar cart. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Would you drink in your office though? Yeah, I do Do, that now. (laughs) Are you in your office though? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. So there's. Um, so here's how this goes. My current job, I'm on the road. I do my three appointments for the day and then I go home. When I'm home, once the real work is done where I have to like actually think. This isn't bad anymore. Okay. I like it. You said to switch your palette over. Yeah. So once I'm done. That scotch note. Yeah. Threw me off. So if, so, uh, perfect example. It was, it was like a Tuesday. I wanted something quick, right? So quick in regards to. Not like a massive pour, but just mm-hmm. just something to kind of you know ease ease the shakes, you know. So, just kidding. I don't have shakes. I know my family watches this, and then I made a flask comment recently, so now they're starting to make comments like, "Are you, are you drinking too much?" <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like first of all, are any of us to judge? Right. Ever. Yeah. Really. So whatever. <laughs> um. So I do my three appointments for the day, go home, and then I do like a, I send out all the proposals, and then in that proposal that I type up it's specifics that have to be in that contract so that we don't get screwed over. Mm-hmm. But then it's also the, the email body is kind of like an overview of what we went over and then next steps, et cetera. Send those out. Once that real work is done where I don't have to think about anything anymore. And then I'm just in our work system. Um, just typing up like an appointment overview, like, Hey, arrive 10 minutes early. This is, you know, and it's basically like your, uh, your notes on a call. If you were mm-hmm. a cop, I do that for each appointment. If I'm doing those, and it's 4.30, like, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll just have something in the glass sitting there, and then I'm not just pounding and typing away. You know, it's just like a, a, a super small yeah. sip, and then I'm just working. And then I'll check my actual personal email, and then I'll just do podcast stuff, And then, but I use my computer. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my office, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll have a drink in my office. So, you know. I could see that because yeah. upstairs in my office, I could use whiskey up there, but having a whiskey bottle up there, kind of seems a little cliche and that's that's the issue is i have to go down like it's a i have intent like i have to go downstairs where my current decanter is grab a clean glass and it it, you know sometimes i'm in the mood for rocks glass Mm. and whiskey neat because i want to feel like you know i want to feel like steve and then other times it's a glencairn because i'm drinking and eat and i know there's no ice and it's fine you know and then i'll just pour a half pour and then go upstairs set it down on, on a coaster and then i'll just do my work but it's not no big deal. No, it's no big deal. Do you think that one glass of whiskey a day is bad? Yeah, like no. do you have a problem? No. Yeah, that's what. That's how I feel so, too. So that's. But what about like one beer a day? Like I don't. Does, I don't think that's bad either because I know a lot of people that do a beer a day. One glass fine. of wine a day. One same. I think it's such an American perception, dude. Like in Europe, you'll see when you go. That's total. I mean, I'm commonplace. going to Scotland. Everyone's going to be hammered all the time. Well, correct, but. 
anywhere and anyone that's ever been to Europe that's American will attest to that. That's yeah. normal. I mean, it's alcohol is just a part of a thing. Like you'll, dude, I've seen people drink Jameson Neat for lunch, and then incorporate it with just like a club sandwich and leave after yeah. ripping like four cigs while they sit outside <laughs> in the perfect weather. Like, and they roll their own cigarettes. Like that's normal. It's just it's. It's only a problem in America. Like, it's not... At what point do you consider it a problem? If you're doing, like... If you're getting drunk every day? I, I, I'm I not saying drunk, but, like... Okay, here's what I'll say. If you're buzzed, no issue. If you're drunk to, like, you're, you're sleeping in the spare room, and that's a few times a week, then, yeah, you got a problem. Like, you should probably... Not, not that you have a problem, but, like, okay, you've reached a point where you should probably tone Dial it down. Back, yeah, yeah, tone it down. You know? Chill. Yeah. Don't pull a Joey Diaz. Yeah, get your tolerance up. Be an athlete. Well, drink more. <laughs> yeah, well, that, but, you know, again, just drink responsibly. It's yeah. on the label, you know? Like, it's not – but, yeah, I mean, if I – personally, I don't drink to get drunk. No, not so, at all. Right. Dude, when was the last time you drank to get drunk? 21. Yeah. My 21st birthday, because, I mean, that's the point. That's why you live, right? And True. then I literally, like, peed on the side of Route 5 and got pulled over by a cop, and he's just like – who's got a military ID, and we all did. And he's like, I knew it. He's like, <laughs> you guys are on the side of a major road. Like, can you not pee and on, on the side of a major road? And like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's one car, six dudes, standing shoulder to shoulder, facing away from the road. I know what you're doing. Like, whose birthday is it? And I was like, mine. He's like, get him in the car. You know, it was a disaster. But whatever. You join at 19, you, you know. Live to forget, man. ACDC. So it's it's whatever. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I've ever drank. It's like socially drinking, man. Yeah, like I don't know just, if I've ever actually drank with the purpose of getting drunk. Except 21 birthday. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, same. Like, I just, I, I enjoy drink the taste of alcohol. Yeah, like, I, I, People I are going to diagnose ourselves. Only alcoholic. one person. Only one person. And if she wants to be on for an interview, <laughs> yeah. let us know when yeah, you're done hewing or whatever after some major <laughs> event that you had in your life, I guess. Whatever. Be an athlete. But yeah, like, I just enjoy the taste of alcohol. Me too. Well, not alcohol, just what's what's in the spirit. I get well, excited even about beer. Like it. I'll drink beer because I enjoy the taste of beer. I don't ever drink because I'm like I gotta be drunk today. Like that's never or I gotta be buzzed today. It's just I sometimes just crave the taste of certain beer. It's not just like oh well yeah. It's like I need a sour today because I really am craving that like berry taste. So I'll go grab a sour. I need whiskey today. I'll go grab whiskey. Yeah, Buffalo Happy Hour whiskey next single bar releasing soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah, I don't I don't think we have a problem. I really don't. Famous last words. <laughs> Famous last words. It's on my gravestone. But no, I mean, I really, I'm fine. The only time I really have like more than one drink is when we record. You know what? The other thing, I love how we're justifying our problem yeah, right now. Really, but it's only like seven to seven. Yeah. Or eight, yeah. <laughs> I never like drinking to the point where I'm drunk, and or not like blackout, but just. Yeah, not not like forget things, but you know when you reach that point where you just don't feel good? Yeah. I hate drinking to that point. Like, I love drinking while staying sober, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I guess the only definition of that is like social drinking. And the only as- the times that I've gotten drunk lately have been accidental because I wasn't drinking whiskey. I tend to get more drunk off of something else than I do whiskey because I know my tolerance with whiskey. Yeah. Mike, he asked me the other day when, he re- when I was over, he's like, what got you into whiskey so much 
I'm like, one, I love the taste, and two, it's just so consistent for me where I know the feeling that I get right before I'm about to get a little buzzed. I stop, drink water, and I'm good to do anything else after that. Yeah. Because I know the time it takes once I hit that spot to the time that I'm ready and I'm good and no alcohols in my system so I can drive, I know that time period. That's why I love whiskey so much is because I can just do that every single time outside of that that I've gotten like past my comfort level was with beer or something like that because I just don't know how many beers I can slam before I get up and I can't move. Yeah, I... Have Which has no, happened like twice in my life. Yeah, I have no idea about beer. Like, I'm so in tune with vodkas, whiskeys, and then the only time I screwed up with rum was a buddy's bachelor party, and it was <clears throat> uh, it was a rum and coke. And then I refused to ever drink those again. I had 11 in one night, and I Jesus. threw up on, yeah, I was all over Clinton Street, spreading DNA. <laughs> it was disgusting. I've never thrown up on whiskey, though. That's why I like it so much. <laughs> Uh, I cannot say the same because yeah. I did that full tasting with our boy. Oh, right, right, right. And then right, it right. was, yeah, I did every stag, yeah. every Weller. I It was like 20 different bourbons in one night, and then all we did was brunch together. So things were fine. Not okay. Kelly picked me up. So, yeah, that's another story for another episode. But what are we at, 45? 51. 51? Yeah, ma'am. You got to look left sometimes. <laughs> So, I just want to look into your eyes. That's why. I mean, you're not going to tell me twice, Derek. <laughs> so moving forward, we have one interview this week. We have interviews. Uh, we're recording this on December 6th. So we have interviews scheduled until the end of December, which is amazing. Um, and then we have a few things coming up in the beginning of next year, January, February timeframe. So we're excited for that. And then we're just going to keep rolling and reaching out to people and seeing who wants to be on and um, real time, we're actually getting to the point where we have to start reaching out again, mm-hmm. seeing who wants to be on. Yeah. So if you guys have any recommendations of uh, places that you want us to interview people or like business models that you want us to interview, let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Uh, we would love that feedback. We want to know what you guys want to hear. Mike and I can talk to all different distillers and breweries all that we want, but if you guys aren't interested in that, then it really wouldn't be beneficial for us to focus on that for the next six months, even though we'd still do a couple we want to know what you guys are interest, interested in. We do have a few distilleries. We do have a few breweries that have reached out that want to be on. Uh, we just have to schedule them. We have some cool other like gathering places, I'll say, uh, that want to be on as well. Um, I messaged them outside of the Instagram. So I'll Did you, you not after. let me know? No, I'll tell you after. It's Goodness. still in the works. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of content coming for you guys with all different business models, as you all know. Is it a COVID rap- Is it a COVID rapid test center? Yes, it is. <laughs> to get into Canada, we're going to interview them uh, and ask why they're charging so damn much. Uh, but just too damn much. <laughs> yeah. So we, if you guys have been following us from the beginning, our whole mission statement is to give small businesses a free platform to promote. So we will do any business, really, uh, and we just want to sit down and learn from the people that are subject matter experts. So if you have any recommendations, leave them below. Thank you all for your continued support. Oh, yeah. Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Uh, Mm. Yeah, we will update you next week. As always, if you uh, want, we did a review this week on bourbon or cream liqueur yeah liquor cream weird (laughs) uh we did a review on that that'll be coming out relatively soon we've done our hundredth whiskey review which is also exciting next week we're going to have a guest to come record with us which is going to be really cool we keep uh releasing these uh thursday episodes which today we recorded um 
the what did we record today, Mike? Christmas bourbons. Yeah. Jesus. Are you good? No, dude. I forgot. I too much. Too much. Yeah. Got a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, like top five whiskeys to buy somebody for Christmas. So we really try to break it out with what would be more convenient for somebody who's just getting into whiskey, someone who's a little bit more um, well-versed in the whiskey culture. So tune in on our channel for those Thursday episodes because those are only released on YouTube. And while you're there, please subscribe. Please follow our Instagram at the official Buffalo Happy Hour, our Facebook at, at Buffalo Happy Hour as well. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep grinding, Mike. That's it. Every single day. Oh, yeah. So if you drink anything this upcoming holiday season, please remember to always drink responsibly. Be a good person. And, Michael. Do not litter. We're out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.